Hello, welcome to Relatively Sane. Oh boy, it's been a crazy couple of weeks because of the holidays. It's just a lot. Everyone just seems so tense during the holidays. I I really feel like that. Do you too? Why am I asking you guys if you're not even in front of me? I do that all the time when I leave people a voicemail. I'm like, how are you? What's going on? And then I literally will wait for an answer. Like, it's just psychotic. Just uh, this this holiday season has been a little stressful. Just It just feels so pressuring. I mean, it's my niece and nephew's birthday, the twins, who are so incredible. They're so adorable. They're 16 now. They are on Christmas Eve, and my mother's birthday is on Christmas. So I just, I had a travel, and then I went to Jersey, and I went to dinner with my mother and my niece and nephews, and we went to Benihana, and there was a 46-hour wait, and everyone just looked at rage, like sitting at those tables, the hibachi tables, waiting for the chef to come. And it was really incredible to me because there were maybe like 10 chefs and only two of them were Asian. And that was so interesting. Times have really changed. I was expecting like a nine-year-old Jewish man to just come to the table to cook our meal. Like, so you got the shrimp and chicken and you got the lobster tail and steak and who's having the lo mein and the rice and it's just you always expect to see an asian person i mean seriously an asian man let's just be honest of course some people might get offended by what i'm saying but that's really true when you go to benihana or hibachi place you expect you know an asian man to be cooking and it was it was different which is good it's good i mean listen Let's open everything up to everyone. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, but I'm trying to be like PC and it's just not going to happen because I don't even think what I just said was offensive. So fuck anyone who just got offensive by what I said. I went to uh, Florida to perform. It was a lot of fun. I performed in a cemetery. No, I'm joking. I performed at a place uh, called the Boca Black Box, which... I kept joking around every night and saying it was called the black box because it's just one big, huge coffin. Um, and it was it was good. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fans that came. There was one show where a lot of much older people who didn't know me came. I had a great guy open for me. Uh, he's awesome. He's a black comic. I'm telling you that for a reason because the owner told me that one of the old men was leaving the show that night and he goes I like the Schwarza more than the woman okay that is not okay to say that's like the n-word it's people are so unbelievable and disgusting I have it's very hard for me I have to just pray for people I don't know if you've heard that but that's really what you're supposed to do is pray for people that you want to die You're supposed to ask for good things for them. And it does work. I've done it. It works. But it's very hard to do when you're in rage with someone. Listen, try it. If you're very angry at somebody, just pray for them. Ask for that person. Like, I'll just make up a name, uh, Charlie. Just say to yourself, you know, and say to God or whoever. I don't care if it's a lamp. I don't care what it is. Just, you know, I pray for Charlie that Charlie has good health, happiness, has everything he wants in life, whatever you need to say. And it it really helps you get rid of the resentment. It's It's just insane how it works. Well, enough about this. I wish you all happy holidays. I'm not saying Merry Christmas because there's a lot of Jewish people that listen to this. It's really funny. I, I did a Twitter post and I said... Uh, You know, so many people said Merry Christmas to me on Christmas. And so I started saying Happy Hanukkah to people and they looked at me like I was crazy. It should work both ways. I really feel that way. (laughs) Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Jesse Curson, on Twitter at Jessica Curson. Follow Relatively Sane Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I love you all. I'm so grateful you're listening to this podcast and please spread the word to your friends and give us high ratings and whatever the fuck you're supposed to do. Just please do it because 
I need to pay for therapy. I always say that, but I really need to pay for my therapy. Thank you so much, Anna. I can't wait for you to hear my guest today. My guest is Rich Voss. He's incredible. He's so talented, and he really is a great friend and a great guy. I am so excited to introduce my guest today. Then why are you reading it? Well, I <laughs> let me let me do the proper okay. introduction. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't. Sorry. I do that too. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, sorry. I know. All right. This next uh, guest coming up today is a fucking asshole, but he has a lot of followers and people love him, so I thought I'd have him on. He has a new album, his sixth album. Yes. This is like, I, I, well, we'll talk about that, but that's a lot of albums. I've been in the business. I used to drive <laughs> Moses to gigs. I picked Moses up at Mount Sinai. <laughs> and I go, how are we going to get to this gig? Don't worry, I'll part the sea. Well, yeah, <laughs> you had slaves. <laughs> yeah. His sixth album, When I Saw Hamilton, you guys have to check it out, download it. He has uh, tour dates coming up, Creeps with Kids, and he's all over social media. Really, I am so excited to have you on my podcast, Rich. I, well, I, I'm glad. Thank you for having me here. It's Rich Voss. Rich uh, Ira Voss. <laughs> thank you for having me here, Gay. Uh, no, that's your sister. <laughs> Gertrude. Was it That's Gertrude? My, no, my sister. <laughs> oh, it's Sean. My sister's middle name is Gay. Yeah. Yeah, mine is Sean. Yeah, that's good. What's What did you say my brother should be? Uh, cock gobbler. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a bad way. No, no. no I mean, listen. Listen, everyone's free to do what they want. Yeah, nowadays, <laughs> not Leno. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm so excited that you're here. I, I, I can't believe, even though you've been doing comedy for 48 years, I'm. I, it's really your sixth album. Thank it's you. It's a big deal. Well, yeah, you know, the last three, uh, still empty inside, you know, because we are, we're empty. Right. So, you know, on the album cover, I had all the stuff I bought, buy on eBay or Amazon or whatever, just to fill the empty hole. And I there was love bits that. And there was bits in it. Then the next album after that, my uh, fourth one was 141 IQ, because I took a test on uh, <laughs> on the internet, and I came back 141 IQ, and no one <laughs> believes that I have a 141 IQ. And then five, my fifth album. I, could, I didn't, couldn't think of a name, and Big J... Mm -hmm. It was call it five, but use a V, a Roman numeral five on it, like V for Voss or five. Cause oh, my that's fifth interesting. Album. And uh, this one, when I saw Hamilton, I was uh, recording it at Brokerage in Long Island. I'm on stage. I go, I know I'm going to record. And then some kid's in the audience, and he's on his camera. He's filming me. I go, turn your camera. You can't film. You, you know, if you want to film me, $25,000. Whatever. <laughs> That's what it costs to film me. Right. You know, you can't film me. I said, bouncer, just take him out and beat him up. Or oh, whatever. I did. Then I go, you know what? I, I, I come to think of it, I remember when I went to see Hamilton, I did bring a three camera crew with me, you know, to film them. <laughs> right. And they go, you can't do this. I go, what are you talking about? I thought everybody <laughs> could film. And you brought a <laughs> truck out. I brought, I brought a crew. Right. Uh, and then throughout the album, I kept saying, oh, yeah, when I. When I saw Hamilton this time, so I go, uh, but the album cover, so the guy who does my artwork and editing, he sends me the album cover, and I go, this is so cool. And it's like me, it's definitely my profile sitting on a Star of David. Oh. And then someone told me, that's their logo when I saw Hamilton. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know it was their logo. I go, this is great. Yeah. And then someone goes, that's their logo. Their logos like that. I go, I don't know. Well, anyhow, so yeah, the album, uh, you know, it's just look. Here's the thing in this business: you have to do your own projects. You got to just keep doing. I your always own say stuff. that you, you have to. You do know, your own stuff. we always talk about that. Yes, because no one is giving me anything. They will. I I've had stuff given to me. Mm -hmm. I've had great stuff given to me. You know. And but there's times they're not given to you, so then you gotta. Yeah, you have kids and you have a yeah. family. You have to support. You have to just do got whatever. a new house. I mean, what are yeah. you gonna do? Uh, whew. you just gotta figure out. Like like I said before, before uh, I want to do a clean album, only for another station on Sirius, because mm -hmm. then they'll play. You know, they only play clean stuff, and 
you know, when you think clean, you think Gaffigan. Brian uh, Regan. R- Regan, uh, Ryan Hamilton, Rich mm-hmm. Voss. These are the people you think when you think clean. Right, right. You're you the know? first person. I mean, before any of them, <laughs> yes. you're the first person. Well, yeah, Gaffigan was, compared to me, he's filthy. Uh, <laughs> I can't I can't have those guys on my show because my right. audience expects clean right. material. I and mean, they, if they open for you, it's they're all the whole audience is going to think that it's nasty. Yeah. They're going to oh, be nasty on gross, stage. Gross, 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 gross. So you do your own projects, and you know, uh, it's just another way to make money in this business. The older you get, and which I don't agree with, you get you know weeded out of clubs because they're bringing a whole new crew of characters mm-hmm. that will work cheaper than you. Not you, I mean. No, you, but you're a, right. That's there's but, people who will do a whole weekend for very low yeah, amount of money, and, and they're not as funny. But clubs. They don't they're, care. They're, it's quick fix. Yeah. It's a quick fix in clubs. And I'm not, listen, I know business is business. You know, there are clubs that are great and they do care about the show and do care about comedy. It's about selling drinks and food. That's why our theater tour is great. Mm-hmm. No check spot, no food. You know, the, they're fans. Your intro is your name. When your intro is just your name. Mm-hmm. Then and they all know, you know, you walk into a club, our next act, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just juggled their way through Colorado. But whatever. Yeah. That's why, you know, you just got to, I got to do whatever I got to do. But I've always given you credit for that. I mean, we, you know, we joke around a lot, but a lot of people do just constantly wait for things to happen. And you're like me where we, you, you, we make them happen. You have to create stuff all the time. But yeah. what got you into stand up? Because I never even talked to you about that. I mean, what? Wh- like, well, how did you get into stand-up? I failed at everything else in life. Yeah, me too. Uh, no, I had I had pretty good businesses. I had a great contracting painting business, but I did drugs, and I fucked everything up with drugs. Mm-hmm. And I loved comedy. You know, I used to come home from school uh, when I was in fourth grade. I was still going to school then. And I would listen to this comedy album, Von Meter. You won't know who he is. because Sounds he very familiar, he though, did to me. He impression of the Kennedys. The first film oh, was his album. Oh, I think I just saw that. Yeah. Like something about him on CNN or he something. He was the biggest. Yeah. He was, yeah. uh, you know, the biggest comedy. Then the yeah. Kennedys were assassinated. Career over. Bye. Right. Nobody wanted to hear it or be reminded. Oh, wow. You know. Yeah. So he went, like they say, from Park Avenue to Park Bench. Became a full-blown alcoholic. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a, so I used to listen to that album when I came home from school. And it didn't hit me two years later, you know, I guess in between hits of crack. That, uh... I wish I tried that. No. (laughs) It's like one thing I didn't try. It's so upsetting. Comedy back then was covering the pain of my parents' divorce. I would come home from school. I didn't know. I was in fourth grade. You're nine years old or whatever. Your parents, where's your dad? Why are you moving from place to place? And Mm -hmm. your dad's not there. So it's just hard on a kid. And I always loved comedy. You know, we used to get high and listen to Pryor and stuff. And then I just said, I got to, you know, I love I, I want to do this. And I remember when I first started, I was horrific. I wasn't good till up till about a month ago. Uh, <laughs> about a month ago, I started getting good, but then that only lasted for like three days. How many days years has it been? Since I've been doing comedy? Yeah. Well, I got 33 years sober, so about 36 years. Wow. 36 so years. you started while you were using. I drank and did whatever, but probably my last year and a half, I mean... Out of the three years, probably the year and a half is when I started smoking freebase and crack or mm-hmm. whatever you call it. And it's impo- I couldn't go on stage like that. Yeah. Because you, I could barely talk. You know, you're just so yeah. wired. If you ever did coke, it's 20 times to... You're so wired. I was doing that for a couple of years. And, I, you know, to, to get started in comedy, I, I booked one-nighters in my area. Mm-hmm. I found bars that would do comedy. And I would host, and I would bring other guys that booked one-nighters, like in That's Connecticut, exactly Long Island. That's exactly what I did, yeah. And we would trade. I would do their That's rooms. That's exactly do my room. what I did really? for years. That's yeah. how I got so much stage time. Yeah, and I, and I, and I, I mean, I would go on the road and MC in Texas or mm-hmm. Virginia, just MC. You know, plane flights were like twenty fifty dollars then. Wow. Trip. You know, and I got there was times I get paid a hundred quarter a week, hundred twenty five bucks a week. I spend that on lottery tickets in an hour. <laughs> you spend weekend. that on one sneaker. <laughs> you, you get so. 
I know. True. My laces are worth more. Uh, so you got so you got sober while you were three years into comedy. Was yeah. that very hard? For, well, I'll tell it you. wasn't very hard for you. Well, no, because I surrendered. I yeah, you know, I completely gave. I mean, I went to rehab, five day detox, twenty eight day rehab, and in rehab they said you can't do comedy for a year. You got the day I got a rehab, I worked that night. Wow, because I completely in my head surrendered to the disease of alcoholism and drug addiction. I knew it won. So I knew I was done. You're blessed. I knew I was done. Yeah. Uh, I was fucking beaten up, man. Mm -hmm. I should have died many a times, easily. Mm -hmm. Now I will from a cough, but, or I'll slip in the shower. Right. That's what I'm gonna do. It's gonna be be some minor thing now. You'll trip on the, yeah. I used to to have guns held, really. (laughs) Fucking right. People chasing people with knives around, you know, where I used to cop guns, and Mm -hmm. I could have been beaten up, robbed, shot. No fear. Getting into a shower, I hold on to everything in sight. <laughs> it's ice. <laughs> everything. Because you're, whole, you're older now. And you're <laughs> if I slip, plus, <laughs> I want to die in the shower with the water on my little deck and people come and see me. It's wet. My doctor, I was getting a physical. Yeah. And he's holding my, you know. And I swear to my doctor, I go, it's so much nicer when it's hard. Why would oh I my say God. that to my doctor? That's so insecure. <laughs> you cared what he thought. Of course I did. Did he jerk you off to see if... No, <laughs> <laughs> no I would have got out of his van if he tried that. His van. <laughs> uh, oh, he's lawn doctor. I didn't tell you what kind of <laughs> <a> lawn doctor. <laughs> lawn doctor. <laughs> so... <clears throat> I just both I quit... coughed at the same time. I... <laughs> that means it's true. <laughs> When I was, it was a Jewish thing if you both cough at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had a month clean or a month sober or whatever. I was working in Florida and a waitress comes back to my hotel room smoking. Oh, God. I used to get girls, I don't, and I was a mess. Horrible teeth, long hair. I got pictures. I was a mess. I have to see a picture because oh. you're so cute to me. <laughs> so, so I have to see the mess. Yeah. So. Bad tea. This girl was smoking. I make out and I taste something funny. I go, well. Oh. And then she pulls out a bag of Coke. It was. It must have been a, a fucking seven gram. I mean, a, she goes, you want some? I go, no, you're going to have to get oh, the fuck out of here. Oh, God. That was right after rehab? About a month later, I go, you're going to have to get out of here. That's really hard. But first, I have to fuck you, and then you got to leave. <laughs> you got to get out of here after we after we fuck and get, take that Coke out of here. All right? Okay. Yeah, I'm not giving up that pussy, but I you got to get out of here I'm with that cocaine. You're leaving. That's how that's how I look at it. Okay. I'm coming and you're going. Okay, so that was, you know, the closest, and I I'm kind of lucky, not lucky. I mean, I'll, I I was as much an alcoholic as I was a drug addict, but my drug of choice was coke. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I could have done comedy if everybody was in the audience smoking out of. Freebase pipes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Alcohol. I didn't get the urge. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I never did either. So, I mean, I've talked about it on like all my, I I know, I don't, I can watch people drink and not want one. Thank God. Lucky, but I don't know if that was your drug. No, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I I would drink to get wasted. Yeah, of course. course, But (laughs) I don't ever look at people and go, oh, I wish I could have that. It's like, I don't crave it. I take anxiety. For anxiety, yeah. But I've had anxiety my whole. For mm-hmm. I always take a half. I've never taken. Yeah, we've talked you know, about yeah. that. But did you have anxiety as a kid? Uh, I don't know. I know I had it. I was in a hospital when I was twenty-one, and they didn't really know what anxiety was then. They just thought you were nuts. So yeah. They pumped you with Thorazine and Haldol and all these drugs, and I would shuffle. Me and this girl would just shuffle around the world. Holy shit! How long were you there for? An hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just to get the Thorazine. <laughs> I, just, I went in for, I think, uh, a couple of weeks. Like, yeah. my friends, I, I was really fucked up. My friends go, uh, he, let's, he needs to go. To, we'll drive him to Florida. So we drove to Florida. They thought that would help me. We get there. I go, I got to go home. So next day, they drove me back. Right. That's what we people do. The they go from Florida. one place to the next to think to yeah. see if they can get better there. Yeah, we drove all the way to Florida from New Jersey. And they go, take me back. And I went to <laughs> the hospital. It's too odd here. Yeah, fuck this place. Then I went to the hospital. And talking about it gives me anxiety now. Right. Whenever 
you know, you just you feel disconnected. I know. Well, it's weird to think of places that you were. I went to rehab in Minnesota when I was 24. I sent myself. I was doing cocaine and selling pot and drinking and taking pill. I literally sent myself there. Would you go Hazleton? No, I went to, uh, this is hilarious. It's not hilarious. I went to a place called Pride. It was for gay people because I was so fucked in my head about the whole thing. Uh And it was great because I dealt with both issues at the same time. But I just performed in Minnesota this past weekend at the Mall of America. And it was, it was weird for me to be there. Yeah. Like it brought back the same thing you're talking about. I was like, oh, this feels weird. It does feel weird. Uh, Two weeks ago, I did a show in a crack house and uh did you oh yeah i was uh, just i I thought you meant a rehab crack (laughs) (laughs) an active crack you know it's just all crack addicts and meth addicts and (laughs) i don't think i should be here i'm addicted to nicorette gum i know for a long time Mm -hmm. how many (laughs) Mm -hmm. how many years uh 34 i just spit it out 14 years I've been off cigarettes on nicotine gum. I remember when you started uh, take doing the nicotine gum. But here's the thing. No one's getting secondhand gum. My kids are. That's right. You know, I'm not going to burn down a house or. That's true. And your lungs things. aren't going to blow up. <coughs> no, yeah. From the vape. I, I don't get vape. Oh, it's. Yeah, I do. But because you can do it all day. I could sit here and vape all day. Well, the thing is. When I you're think trying I might to quit start smoking, vaping. Huh? I might start vaping. What? <laughs> When you try to quit smoking, I want to smoke all day and I want to die. So um, I might die. Yeah, I do. I want my lungs to blow up. Well, your career is so you might as well. Your career (laughs) might as well ruin it all. (laughs) Blow up your lungs. Look at that nice picture on Broadway of your lungs blown up. (laughs) I know. Can you imagine? I had a billboard in Times Square, and then and then I went to the Mall of America to do shows by myself. And Thursday night, I walked in, and there were forty people. And I'm like, "This is this business is so fucked up." I can tell you, like. I can't even believe that I have a bill. I, they a were all hysterically bro. laughing. The first time I wrote on the Oscars, I'm backstage at the Oscars. Backstage. Tuxedo, <laughs> right? Some of my bits are being done. at the. I get an Oscar gift bag worth who knows how much. We're at the Governor's Ball. Bonnie, the biggest. <laughs> I was sitting at the table with all these comics, and some guy walks up to me holding an Oscar going, you're so funny. I really love you. To me, in front of DePaulo, made me so happy. Right. Uh, the biggest night. Yeah, that's the huge. Biggest night. Huge. The next night, I go. You know what? <laughs> I go do an open mic at the Ramada in L.A. in front of six people and bomb like fucking. <laughs> I go. I because I, I saw like the entertainment the night before. I go. Oh, I'm an entertainer. I might as well go entertain. And I go do an open mic and bomb in front of six people. Yeah. The day after. I know. I the, the, biggest the day, day after I worked with De Niro, I did a pizzeria. <laughs> I was I went to the premiere of the comedian and then I went <laughs> performed in the back of a pe- in a kosher pizzeria oh, with all sixteen year old girls. Oh, it's just it, it it's really bad. I mean your ego, especially with addicts, because we deal with so much ego stuff, and this is just I mean it's like adding fuel to the fire. Well, and what's what's hard about this? It's a very addicts. You know, you dealt with addiction and you know rejection a lot. You know, it's an ad. Whatever. You, yeah, you of course. It's all about yeah. that. And, no, here's what I'm trying to get. Being an addict is a very self-centered disease. Yeah. Because you're all about you. How can I get high? Where can I get money? It's all about. Even I when get, you're not getting high, people yeah. don't. When I say that, people are go, no, no. I go, no, you're. It yeah. is. So. It is. And comedy is a very self-centered business. Right. You know, I'll call people when I'm, you know, because I book myself in clubs. Mm-hmm. And. You're, or you're talking me, 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 you're, and you're going, what the fuck? And all you're doing is trying to sell yourself, but it sounds so narcissistic and self-centered, which it is because you're selling yourself. Right. I'm not selling a car. I'm selling me. So I'm dealing with a self-centered disease of addiction, a self-centered business. <laughs> you know, it's fucking horrific. My wife or somebody will call me a narcissist, but it's... I think you kind of have to be a narcissist in this business a little bit to be successful. You have to. You cannot. Yes. I used to only think of other people and be like, I shouldn't be doing it. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Everyone that's like putting themselves first and being a little bit of a narcissist is getting huge TV yes. shows and all kinds of stuff. So I stopped doing that and I really did start being a little more of a narcissist. Well... 
Because you're a very helpful, compassionate person. So I could see yeah. you going the other way, believe it or not. Well, I mean... Gay. Know, I could see you being very gay. Uh, just... Anything? A Camp? Little, just a tip. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm happy. What you know, do you do to deal with the pressures what's your regimen i like asking people this. this is very helpful to the listeners i'm serious they love when people talk about this i know you work out yeah how often probably i don't know five days a week yeah you're in amazing but, but, shape but, not, but i gotta lose 10 pounds you always eight. say that but I, my stomach is getting big really? my upper body is like i'm tight as a motherfucker up top and my you know a muscle but then you gain weight I, listen i'm no spring chicken either i'm a kid i mean i'm not no kid so I work out. What are you, 72? or No, I was. Uh, <laughs> looking back, what am I fucking De Niro and the Irishman talking in a nursing home now? I, mean, I, I saw him with a shirt off a lot, and he was in incredible shape. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. And tattoos everywhere. Did you see the Indian comic? I don't know his name. Yeah. Nanul uh, Nanar? Yeah. He's fucking. What's you his see name? the picture of him? Jamu. What is it? Uh, Bill. Yeah, it's Bill Smith. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's, he's jacked. jacked. Yeah, Tracy, Everybody's what's his about name? It. Tracy's gonna look into it. Uh, so yeah, I work my, my, my regiment in life on the road or at home. Yeah, like what do you do uh, just in your normal day to be okay? Do you meditate? Do you do you like because you have uh, you deal with anxiety and depression stuff like I do? Not depression. So, no. Okay. Probably never more depression. Anxi- no, I don't think so. Maybe more anxiety. Yeah, me too. More I'm anxiety. I mean, overall aspect, I'm a depressed person, maybe, but not depression. No, like I know. It, you know what I mean? But what do you I'm do a, to deal with the anxiety? It passes. You, you know, I try to keep busy. You know, I try to keep as busy thing. as I can. Like, I mean, I play golf in the summer, spring, uh, work out. Uh, now I have this house, so I'm doing something every That's day. That's good. I'm building something, hanging pictures. I like building stuff and doing, mm-hmm. you know. and it's therapeutic. Do all that stuff. Uh I always, I keep busy, even on the road, like, where was, I was just in Rhode Island, and it was too cold to play golf, so I brought my archery stuff, and I went to the archery range. See, I'm impressed with that, because I tend to go on the road and sit in the hotel room for days, it's very bad. Gotta get the fuck out, you gotta get out. Oh, Kamul Najari? Yeah. Did I just say it right? Kamul Najari. Kamul Journey. I don't know, he's, (laughs) he's very, um, he's in very good shape. Very good well, shape. He's doing a Marvel movie, and he had a trainer. You know, if that's your job, yeah, you're right. You're getting paid to get in shape for yeah. a movie. I'd Maybe be I'll become ripped. the next Avenger, so I can have to get in shape like that. But another thing that you do, Rich. Well, first of all, the fact that you go out and you don't isolate and sit in a hotel room is how do you do that? Well, <clears throat> excuse me. If I'm on the road, <clears throat> excuse me. If I'm on, if I drive to gig, I have a car, so I can go anywhere. You know. If I fly, nine out of ten times I rent a car. Mm-hmm. I can't be fucking held hostage. You know, I can't have some guy picking me up for radio that. Oh, I know. I just did that. Mess and they're fucking hungover or whatever. It's really and painful. And I, if I want, if it's warm, I'm going to play golf. So I want to drive to the courses. So I, I just try to get out of the hotel. You might say I'm going to just go to Marshalls. I'm not going to buy anything, but I'll walk around just to get the fuck out. That's so Jewish. You know? Yeah, but that you go to Marshalls out of all places. Yeah, I've you know if I have some time, I'll go to Marshalls or Saks or Fifth or Nordstrom Rack and spend a little time. Now, normally I don't buy anything, but if there's a sale, <laughs> you you absolutely buy stuff well, when I you go to Marshalls. Now. now I don't. You always spend money, don't you? Yes, I do. But I mean, if I could walk out of there with just socks, it's a successful day. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Do you feel like you transfer addictions into yeah. the shopping? Do I feel like it? I know. I, what do, they, <laughs> do I feel like it? <laughs> I feel like it. I, what are you kidding me? I got my How own, many pairs I of got, sneakers do you have? Sneakers are... 700? Know, 60, 65. Holy shit. That's not... Really? That's a lot? You That's think? a lot. Yeah, it is. Rich, look outside. People don't have even have socks. How do you feel when you walk past a man... Who has his toes out in the freezing weather, and you have sixty pairs of sneakers? Successful. <laughs> you, you, you feel like you're not lazy. I'm joking. I was trying to do that diet where you only eat between. Four yeah, eight hours. I don't understand. So I tried it. So I was eating between three p.m. and eleven p.m. because you know. So I was walking in New York, and it was like two fifteen, and I was so hungry. <laughs> And, and this homeless guy comes up to me, 
She goes, you have a couple dollars so I can eat? I'm hungry. I go, you're hungry. I got 45 <laughs> more minutes till I can eat. <laughs> I go, hungry? You don't know hungry. Wait, wait. Try waiting 45 <laughs> minutes. Try only eating between 3 and 11. Well, I do this joke where I, I was, I remember I was 100 pounds heavier, as you know, and this homeless guy in the Upper West Side would constantly ask me for food. I mean, I turned it into a joke, but it really is funny. Every day he'd be like, do you have food? Do you have food? I'm like, do I look like I have leftovers? Like, it's not even. <laughs> Scrape my skin. Yeah, like, I, I ate my clothes. Like, I'm not even. How did you lose 100 pounds? Well, I, listen, I've given up carbs, so, but lately I'm getting a little tricky. See, this is where I have to be careful because I'm eating like quinoa pasta. It's not good. I know people yeah. are going to be like, what's the big deal? It, it is a big deal because that's how I slip, I it get slippery. It leads on the track. Yeah, yeah. So it's like even if I eat toast, like Tostitos because they're corn, it's, it's, I can't eat well, that. I, it's that, chips. That's what I do. I eat, uh. I don't give up carbs, but I try not to eat white bread or as much. I was going to say, one of the things you do do to take care of yourself is you eat well. I you try. do eat pretty I'm well. Pretty well, but not lately, not the last couple of weeks. Bonnie eats well. Bonnie McFarlane, <laughs> she doesn't eat a lot. She's Bonnie a McFarlane is, is Rich's wife, for some of you that don't know. Yeah. She did the podcast. You should listen to it. Well, it's got... much better than this one. Oh, I'm sure and it is. No, it's not. It is. Because we didn't have that in... in in common, the addiction thing, which you and I... Yeah, well, this is in-depth. This is talk. This right. is like a TED this talk. This is... Right. Hers was stupid. Hers but was um, but I stayed with her in L.A., and she's like, do you want me to make you some avocado toast on Ezekiel bread? I'm like, I'd different. rather eat the cabinet. <laughs> yes. The fuck are you talking about? I'd rather have splinters in my tongue. I know. But it was great, because I got popcorn and all this stuff, and she didn't eat it. So it was I didn't have to share, which was she amazing. Fucking, not only is she a vegan, she doesn't eat... Uh, What's the uh, sugar? No, well, she eats a little sugar. Yeah, she ate yeah, some vegan. sugar. Uh, uh, what's the other one where you don't eat dairy? Uh, no dairy because that's vegan. Uh, the the bread. What's that? Gluten. She's gluten free. Yeah, I I eat gluten free stuff. Yeah. I'm not gluten free, but I gluten, eat it because I say it's dietetic. Vegan. Ugh, it's a nightmare. And I my know. Kids are vegan. She went to the market and got two tomatoes, two avocados, yes. Ezekiel bread. What else? A cucumber. I'm like, what the yes. fuck? Are you a rabbit? What are you? <laughs> Every day. She goes, do you want breakfast? I go, your cucumber, tomato, and avocado sandwich? Yes. Yeah, I know. She made me one. It wasn't bad. No, it's good. It's good. It was good. Uh, She's a really good big spoon, by the way. A what? She she cuddled me a couple of nights. Did She didn't tell you? Now no. I feel worried. She didn't tell you? I don't care. Okay. What? I mean, we didn't enter each other, but she's very, she's was very sweet to me. Why were you having? She a rubbed my head and kissed my ear. It was nice. Oh, was I not supposed to tell you this? No, I'm getting hard. Tell me more. <laughs> I'm only kidding. This is hilarious. What? No, I love you. Probably were getting hard. Not at all. I don't oh. have a blue pill. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Do you want? <laughs> can women take that? I should take that. You can. What will it do? Are you kidding me? I can. If I take a Viagra, I would get, I, I, I might need to, how much are they? I don't know. I get them free from, because we, uh, on you our podcast, we did a oh. couple reads for them. Oh, really? Yeah, for Baluchu. Oh, wow. You Maybe get I'll get them as a sponsor. Yeah, and they'll send you stuff. Yeah. What? I should get a dildo sponsor. Anything is it? Dildos are easy to get. That's true. Isabella just got a gift, which is that snowman that you get in a big jar that when you bring it outside, you have all the stuff to put on it. Yeah. Her teacher gave it to her, like a scarf, the buttons, the eyes, and then it came with this enormous plastic carrot. And the minute I saw it, I'm like, that's mine. Like, she'll, she can get a normal carrot. You know what I mean? Like, that is, I'm taking her toy. It's healthy. You're using a carrot yeah. to ram up your snatch. <laughs> <laughs> do you think like it's, do you think my vision will get better if I ram a carrot up my s- <laughs> <laughs> Like does that count if you put it inside of you too or do you have to eat it? No. You could put it any no one's ever okay. said That's good to know. Yeah, then I don't have to eat certain things. Like potato, can just put that inside. Different vegetables that have different things. Yeah. Beets Maybe. are good for you, right? If you, listen, if you're feeling out of you know crazy, put a brisket. 
you know, my mom puts so much chili sauce in her brisket. I think if I put that inside of me, I'd have to go to an <laughs> emergency room immediately. Uh, yeah. Do you like brisket? I haven't eaten red meat in 30 years, so I don't know. Why? Because it's not, it's not good for you, red meat. It clogs your arteries. I love that you used to do crack and <laughs> <laughs> fuck women and make them leave with co- bags of cocaine. But you're like, brisket, red meat's not good for you. No. Well, I mean, I was eating red meat when I was doing crack, but I stopped. Yeah, what's the difference? Because late at night, I would just go get chili dogs and burgers. That's so bad. I I don't eat red meat. I'm joking. I really don't. I really wish I didn't eat uh, turkey and fish and chicken either. Those are the only things I eat now. But they're all fucking full of fucking bullshit. I know, but not if you get the ones that are, you know, anti-AIDS. Yeah. The ones that come from, yeah, where their parents weren't destructive. <laughs> Those are. What well, I mean, they're, they're all pumped with what? Hormones. Yeah. Well, or, some or aren't. Or like when I go to the store, I buy the stuff that isn't. But do you eat all kinds of fish? Well, I'm, I'm big on salmon. I mean, I don't have a lot of fish. I, like on the road, how do you take care of yourself with food? Do you get food and bring it back? I go to the supermarket. Yeah, me too. You know, hopefully there's a refrigerator. If not, I'll still get some stuff that I could eat and bananas or peanut butter or whatever. That's how I am. I mean, when I'm really taking care of myself, I'll yeah. fill up the ice and put stuff in the ice. Yeah. But that's been a while since I've cared that much. Uh, yeah. The last couple of weeks I've been out of control. Since we bought this house, I've just been eating like a maniac. Uh, do you feel better about yourself that you have a house now? Like, do you feel like well, a I've big always, mocker? No, because I had a townhouse for 15 years. It's mm-hmm. the same thing, only just... It's less responsibility. Right. Like, you know, I mean, every day I'm doing, well, you know, we're not settled in completely. I got to make the guest room into my bedroom. I, my bedroom's downstairs and, you know, it's too hot downstairs. And then Bonnie's bedroom, you know, Bonnie's bedroom is too small. For you guys have a separate bedroom? It's great. It's too small. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. So you're not sleeping in the same room? No, no. I come in late or I snore, so I don't want to wake her up. Right. So, so which room are you intimate in? The kids' room? <laughs> Your daughter? No, no. We'll have we'll fool around in my room. You can you fool around in her room? In her room, yeah, yeah. if you want. But I like my room because I can kick her out after it and say, <laughs> "Okay, you got to go. I'm going to watch TV here. You pick one of those CDs as a parting gift. I leave some of mine out there, and uh, she gets a little gift, and then she goes back to her room." <laughs> Do you give all six CDs lined up? Then she can pick which one she wants. I, I try to get them all together, and you know I'll have some of my you know write ups or some of my posters <laughs> or whatever. Do you sign it for her? No, I'll let her take a picture next to one of my posters on her camera, and I go, okay, go. go to oh, that's so nice of you. And then I'll say, listen, remember breakfast at at nine. Right. I, so the yeah. No, but the thing is, we're married fifteen years. Hmm. You know, sometimes you need your own space. I understand. I don't. I don't know if we're pulling apart because whenever we no. would sleep in the same bed, every night she'd wake up and say, "You're snoring. Be quiet." And I, I wake up mean. Shut up! I'm not snoring. You know, because someone woke me up and and I would keep her up all night, or I'd come in late from a gig at three or whatever. I think the older you get, the harder it is to sleep with someone in the same bed. I don't mean like have sex, but literally sleep in the same yes, bed. You want your own. It space. is hard. There's a lot of noises. There's kicking. Yes. There's crying. Oh, there's, there's <laughs> moaning. <laughs> there's crying. <laughs> I remember. Remember. I remember. What am I for? Uh, when, when, Did when, you say I remember? Yeah, I remember. I, I, I remember. remember. <laughs> I remember when I was forty. <laughs> when my daughter was born, she was in the bassinet. So I'm trying to have sex with Bonnie. And yeah. And you know, I got a, we have a porn on. We never watch porn, but I got these. For, so I have my head turned, and I'm trying to have sex at the same time while using a little toy that's vibrating, holding it. Have, as the whole wow, time, at least you put in time, so much effort. As the whole time, I'm shaking the bassinet, sort of. I know. Start cr- it's I look like a Salvador Dali painting <laughs> trying to fuck a fish. It's really, you know what? People don't get it. I've been doing this whole thing on stage. It's like, how can you be intimate with babies around? You can't. It's impossible. Like, oh, yeah. Ah, 
not like it's it's not it's you're always worrying you're worrying one of them's gonna walk in and be like what's yeah. what are you doing and oh That's mommy and mama are making a scissor because we couldn't find one you know what i'm saying like what <laughs> Where, where's my where's my snowman's carrot <laughs> Why are you and her using my carrot to hold each hey, other together? Hey, I've been looking for that <laughs> carrot, and it's in Mama's asshole. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, there's, there's my whole snowman. <laughs> <laughs> He's melted. <laughs> my snowman is just a puddle now, and all my buttons are missing. <laughs> no, get your hand out. You cannot take the carrot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to get it out. <laughs> I can't get the carrot out. Uh, you know, like my daughter, 12, she knows what's going on now, everything. There's nothing you could say. So, like, joking in front of her, I go to Bonnie, are we having a snack tonight? Oh. Have a snack? Uh, and my daughter go, you're a pig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to know a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. my dad will be like, with my stepmother, he'd be like, yeah, Karen and I had a lot of fun last. I'm like, do I need to know this? That's creepy. I know. I know. Well, then again, I... No wonder why I'm heavy. <laughs> You're not heavy. You, I you am heavy. pounds, though. Well, no, I feel good. I, I'm, I, I do feel good, but I need to... I'm holding on to the last bunch, and I need to let it go. You know, I'm purposely yeah. holding on to it. I'm serious because I could yeah. easily, I, I can go to the gym. I don't know why I can't motivate to work out. I don't know what's going on. It's so ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it really well, is. Well, you have a lot going on and a lot of pressure too, but it might I know, help. But well, I have a gym downstairs, Rich. I can take an elevator and go down to my gym. Yeah, but sometimes elevators can be stressful. I know, you're uh, right. A, wait, you live in a building with a gym? Yes. And just go for a half. Tomorrow, start with 15 minutes. I should. Yeah, I'm going to call you and be accountable. Yeah. Where you do know. you work out? Do you go to a gym? I have one in my ha- house. I have built. I have a great gym in my That's house. That's awesome. Then I go. I belong to Planet Fitness because Planet Fitness is only twenty bucks a month, and you can go anywhere that's in the country. That's nothing. Anywhere in the country. I mean, seriously, that's nothing. When I'm in Vegas, they have Planet Planet Fitnesses everywhere. Yeah. You know. So you have a question? <laughs> oh. So. <laughs> I don't know if people can see this, but people can't hear it on the podcast. But Tracy put up her hand that said five because oh. we have five minutes. Yeah. She just wanted to tell me what time it was. I mean, we'll do more than five minutes. Yeah. But but Rich, it looked like she was about to ask a question. Yeah, I wouldn't want to not have her ask her question. <laughs> so, But yeah. Bonnie told me you do sit-ups every day. No, not every day. Every other day. Oh, Crunches. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But that's just, I got my, my with that, under the fat, like, it, here, hit my stomach. Wow. But this, there's fat over my muscle. I got to lose, like, 10 pounds. I have fat, I have a fatty cyst on my back. Oh, I'm hungry. Which I, <laughs> well, I wanted to, I know, I've said this, and I don't know if I've told you, I think I told but, you this, but I wanted to call my special back fat, because that's all oh, I could yes. see when I was editing it, when I turned <laughs> yes. around, was a huge we thing of fat. About it. We right, it. I know you loved it. I remember talking to you, <laughs> so I still have that back fat. Um, <laughs> well, is it a sister back fat? It's a fatty cyst. I've never even heard. It's how gross. It's not huge, but I'm I'm holding on to it. I don't want to let it go yet. It's your buddy. Yeah, yeah. It makes me feel safe. <laughs> could, I, I figure if I ever get stabbed there, I'll have extra fat. <laughs> you could, I would put two little eyes and a nose on it <laughs> and talk to it. <laughs> Make a little face on this. I'm gonna put an angry face on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be my <laughs> negative. You'll never make it. You know what I mean? <laughs> look at, look at, huh? You're in the mall. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to the mall. <laughs> oh my god! And it was no. next to a Hooters, which was not a good Hooters. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't even know if there are good Hooters, but this was a wow. I mean, they served you soup and like one nipple was in the soup. It was, oh. yeah, I don't know how these girls got a job. How was the turkey burgers at the uh, <gasps> Have you had it there? I would have told you they have good turkey burgers. At there. the hotel? No, at the comedy club. They don't have them at the comedy club? They have a grilled chicken burger and a, a veggie burger. They had an amazing turkey burger at the hotel. What hotel? I don't remember what hotel. Yeah, it's probably where you had it. The Radisson Blue. No, I had it. The club used to have turkey burgers. Oh, really? Yeah. No, this one had grilled onions and mushrooms and provolone cheese. Oh, yeah? And I got it on a gluten-free bun because it's gluten-free. Wow. So I was allowed to eat it, even though it's like a fucking donut. A gluten-free bun is like a donut. It's sweet. It's amazing. 
I've have, had them before. Yeah, they're re- this one was really good, so I asked for two extra ones. I'm going to go. T- I asked for three buns with my turkey. For- <laughs> Can I have a side of buns, please? <laughs> the, the funniest thing is I ordered a gluten-free bun, and the woman comes, she goes, I give you food on the side and not potato because they have gluten. I'm like, that's not why I asked for a gluten-free bun. It's because yeah. I'm a fucking liar <laughs> with food. I'm yeah. lying to myself. So I would have had the French fries. Oh, I just won't eat a, gr- a regular bun. Well, I'll tell you what. You fucking idiot. Go get me <laughs> seven buns now. Give me seven buns, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Go get my buns, bitch. <laughs> That's, I wish I, I could talk like that more, but now it's seen as racist. But I just do a very good black woman. It's not racist. You know, here's, I, and I said this on podcast and I say it. If you do a racial joke, it doesn't make you a racist. You're not a racist for making... You know what I mean? Well, I'm doing a character. What if I did her saying something very, like, esteemable? Is that still being racist? I'm going to Yale next semester. (laughs) So does that make it better? I don't know. Yo, I'm going to become a doctor, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, punk-ass bitch. Listen to me. They, like, Leno makes that joke about the dogs in Korean, whatever. They're all going after Leno. Not all. You know, Asian special interest groups. And they always want you to get fired. They go to the stream. Well, that's re- I don't Fire. agree with that. Yeah, I, they never. I go, don't. They never go after a roofer. You never hear, "Hey, fire that roofer." You, you know what I mean? <laughs> I or, know. Or the, you know, it's always if you're a celebrity, want to take your career away. Well, I don't you know. believe in taking people's careers away because I believe in you can not listen to them and they can lose a lot of business and be yes. not make money anymore. But I don't believe in because I, you know what? Everyone has said things that are not okay. There's no, yes. if everyone you're in this business. Yes. And if you're in any a human being, yes. that's true. That's what it bothers me when people just judge and cancel other people. It's like, what have you said in your life? What you're yes. perfect. You've never said. Plus, when we're in this environment, I always say this, but we're in this kind of environment where you get comics together and you're talking. You're going to say stuff. I mean, you're going to say stuff that's edgy. Period. Yes. I try to get umbrella insurance, which is another insurance on top of like homeowners for like a million dollars. And what do you do for living? I go comedian. They go, oh, forget it. They won't give. They wouldn't give it to me because really, I, umbrella insurance covers you if someone tries to sue you. For, oh, for you know, cause I thought they would said. think you were going to fly around on a trapeze or something. No, no, for something you said. Oh, or, you know, people will go after you and try to sue you. Right. If you say I'm on the radio. That's why I always I try to always say, in my opinion, whatever. I try not to attack. But don't you feel like the more people try to silence you, the more you're gonna like act out and say things? I mean, I I I I am. That's how I am. You, the more you like, if I'm in a show and I sense everyone getting tense, I become even more edgy. Of course. Yeah, because you're in this business. One, because you're you have a problem with authority. Not you, Mm -hmm. all of us. And then you look at the audience as, what, do you think you're authority over me? I know. Do you think you're going to come here and dictate what I do? No. No. You came. Do some fucking research before you come to see me. And then you'll I know. know what you're going to see. Go fuck yourselves. Well, a couple left the other night in Minnesota. They, they kept shaking their heads at me. And I said, "You well, go bowling. Yes. I literally looked at them. I said, you can leave. It's okay. I won't say a word. And they did. I love An older they, couple. They left. Yeah, I love when someone yells, you stink. I go, well, no, wait. Say, in your opinion. Because everybody else is laughing. I know. You can't speak for the whole crowd. You could say, hey, in my opinion, you stink. I go, oh, okay, that's your opinion. You have the right to opinion. Now, mm-hmm. I know when I've gone to a movie and I didn't like it, I left. Why are you still staying here? Because it's not going to get better. Well, watching <laughs> you do crowd work is the most amazing thing <laughs> in the you. world. I, and I want to say to you before we wrap up that I love watching you that you are so brilliant to me and um and i with there are certain people like i see myself like you do as a business person in this career and i know you feel the same way and i know you would say this to me too but if i ever have the opportunity to do anything i would support you and do something with you because you are so brilliant and fearless and you have worked your fucking ass off which a lot of people have and a lot of people haven't I mean, you've really, like, you're like me. You're a stage whore. Like, you go on stage constantly and do whatever you have to do. You support your family. And 
you're just brilliant on stage. Like I've watched you and laughed so hard I can't breathe. Oh, thank because you. it's just, just off yeah. the cuff, hysterically funny shit. Everyone feels that way. I mean, really. About me? Yes. Oh, no. But but look at it's true. So, but, but we're both fans of each other. Like mm-hmm. I said on Bennington last year and I said it this year. You know, they go, Who's gonna hit? I go, Jessica. They always think it's a new comic. That's gonna hit. Yeah, no, I go I don't no. Care. I go. Jessica's gonna hit because one, she's a seasoned veteran that should have hit ten years ago. Yeah, easily ten years ago. I, and I've always said that you should have been on SNL ten years ago. You know? I would have been great on SNL. Easily. I mean, I don't say stuff like that a lot, but I would have been great on easily. SNL because I'm fearless when it easily. comes to and sketch your stuff. Characters yeah. would have been so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but guess what? Now, it, you know, it's so funny. I was talking to. It was Ben Bailey years ago. He goes, I, I got to quit. I got nothing going on. I go, you never know. Something could happen. You know, you just... That incredible cash cab. Yeah. Now, now, he, yeah. now everybody knows to the back of his head. Uh, <laughs> so Now fuck. he drives around in a cab <laughs> like an idiot. Like an idiot. Like a fucking game show host in a cab. I that could see you know. breaking out huge. Too. I think now more so, it's going to be more people at at our level, at your level, and even 10 years later at my level that are going to break big because I think they realize they've lost so much money and made such stupid decisions <laughs> with people that aren't ready, excuse me, and that just have a great body or they know someone and it's not. Yeah. It doesn't work. They can't deliver. That's the problem. And that's what clubs do. Clubs will bring in a comic, like I said, and people go, oh, that's okay. But when they see someone like you yeah. or me, they're going to leave going, oh, I know that. Per-. They'll remember. And they'll go back to the club. Yes, yeah. And they'll tell friends. But, Quick fix. Too many people involved in the quick fix. And same with networks and studios. It's all, I you think know they're I mean? all... It's changing, though. Thank I God. So. I mean, It is. Listen. I mean, I'm 64, and I just got a special. No. Get out. You lost weight. You're 64. Anyway, no, I'm not. Did you really just believe I'm 64? No, no, I'd fucking no, die I you if you 30, believe you're I... You're like 33 or 34? No. no. Whatever. I can't get into you're it. 64. It's very upsetting. I'm what so the, happy. How old you are? What? You're upset about your age? No, I'm okay. It's fine. I hate my age. No, you look great. You really do. You're, You're adorable. Can you guys all listen to Rich Voss's album when I saw Hamilton? Because he he is so funny. You listen to all of his albums. I'm not kidding. Not only listen, buy him first, then listen. Oh, and- yeah. <laughs> Don't just listen to the 30 seconds on iTunes where the thing goes in a circle. I try to do it with songs I like. No, download them, buy them, yeah. buy all of his albums, and uh, and go to the show. Yeah. God, creeps with kids. It's amazing. It's it. Can you just tell them really quick before we go? What it's creeps amazing. with kids it's is? It's myself, Jim Florentine, Ron Bennington, and Robert Kelly. Unreal show. Everybody kills from beginning to end. It's a powerhouse of comedy. It is. I mean, it's that's a, one of the best shows I've ever heard. It's unreal. Like you powerhouse. guys have to get tickets. See when it's going to be in your area. They're incredible i did one show yeah. with them in montreal and it was a blast it's great thank you yeah. yeah i'm so glad for you i i but you know i've always been a fan remember we did that private show where was it it was all that food it was like in, a, in the, some kind of place just yes. a horrible yes it was uh, just venue uh, it was definitely a venue it was just a dining a, room i don't know what it was a yeah. banquet the and, lighting was horrible there uh, was just Horrible people. Oh, I'm trying to get it again this year. Me too. Uh. <laughs> I'm trying to get it just me so I can make double the money. But it's fine. No, it was horrible. It was horrible. It's, thank you for having me. Thank I, you for being on, Rich. No, I'm sorry I was, uh, I stunk because I'm a little under the weather. No, you were amazing. You were great. Mm. I love talking to you. I do. I brought nothing to the table. Uh, but anyhow, it's fine. Just get his CDs. He just got a new house. <laughs> A very very fine house <laughs> with two cats in the yard. Yeah, uh, and two separate bedrooms. What a life! Oh God, it'll, it's not going to get better. All right, thank you so much for being All right, on. Bye.